What we've got here is failure to communicate. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. Tough, unique, bad, bold, and sassy. 60% of the time, it works every time. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Take the pain. Take the pain! Have you ever seen a grown man naked? Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Today, Junior? It's too late to turn back now. It's the Brian Hanks show. Indeed it is. Hello, live and on tape. <clears throat> wow, that started out rough. Let's try that again. Hello, live and on tape from beautiful Whitehall Drive here in lovely Kenston, North Carolina. It is Friday. It is finally Friday, February the 2nd in the year of our Lord 2024. That's right, kids. We made it. Pam Sheffield, you made it. You're driving into work. You're like, I didn't think I was going to make it to Friday. Keith Spence, we're hanging out tonight, buddy. And you're like, man, Friday, will it ever come? Well, by golly, guess what? It is here. It is Friday. It is, uh, it's almost the weekend. I got two hours of this show to get through and then it'll be my weekend. I'm going to hang out with my beautiful wife. It's going to be awesome. I hope you guys have uh, great plans for your weekend too. I know I got Duke Carolina tomorrow night. I know a lot of people are excited about that. It should be a heck of a game too. We're going to talk about that. We got, we got a lot of stuff to talk about here over the next two hours today. Like I said, it's finally Friday, February the 2nd. In the year of our Lord, 2024, this is episode 1015-1015 of the Brian Hanks Show, presented by Lenore Community College. My co-hosts, John Dawson and Jonathan Massey, they'll be joining me at the end of the second hour today for the birthday game, but man, have we got a great show for you today. Joining me in less than 20 minutes right here uh, or on our Spence Automotive guest line. He's our resident NASCAR NHL Carolina Hurricanes expert, Paul Whittington. Man, NASCAR is here. I, I, I can't believe it myself. Uh, we've got the clash at the Coliseum this weekend. He's going to break that down for us. We're going to talk about that. The NHL All-Star game is this weekend. Uh, we might even touch on his Ravens losing in the AFC championship game, although we won't talk much about that. But, uh, hey, it is a, hey, Pam, we made it. She just messaged me. That is awesome. Yes, we made it. It's finally Friday. But uh, but Paul Whittington, join us here in less than 20 minutes. He'll take us through the uh, rest of our first hour. But it's Friday, so you know what that means. It's TGIF with IP. It's our weekly NIL visit with Winston-Salem State's Isaac Parson. That'll tip off our second hour. His Rams had a big win last night, a huge win last night, actually, for Winston-Salem State. Uh, they've got another big game tomorrow, and uh, we can't wait to catch up with him. <laughs> I love these text messages. Pam says she's uh, not driving yet, so she's not texting and driving. Good for you, Pam. You're setting a good example for uh, all the youngins out there. Uh, but, see, I would expect you would have, you know, you're driving into work and you would have pulled over and texted in, uh, yes, you made it to Friday. But, uh, hey, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Keith Spence, where are you at, buddy? Pam Sheffield's checked in. I want to see where you're at, dude. Uh, anyway, anyway, uh, Paul Whittington, first hour. Isaac Parson to tip off our second hour. 
a lot of stuff to talk to him about. Uh, man, we are only two weeks away from the uh, HBCU Classic game at the All-Star game. The Brian Hanks show will be there. Very excited about that. Uh, going to be, hey, Spence. Spence is here, too. Man, we're hanging out tonight, right? Right, Spence? Spence, we're going to go uh, paint the town red. Or probably uh, <laughs> as old as we are, we'll, we'll paint. We, we won't be painting it. We'll just have some spray paint in our car. I don't know. That makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. But I'm looking forward to seeing my boy Spence today. That's going to be fun. But, uh, hey, back to Isaac Parson. Again, in two weeks, we'll be in Indianapolis. Uh, I think I'm going to be doing the show live two weeks from today from uh, – uh, from uh, Paul Whittington's house and then uh, getting on a jet airplane and flying to Indy for the uh, for All-Star Weekend activities. That's going to be a lot of fun, man. I'm not going to stay for the All-Star game, and most of the reason is uh, what we'll tell you here in a few moments with uh, B.I. not getting selected, which broke my heart. But uh, So, you know what? That means I get to leave Sunday morning from Indy and get home a little bit early. And uh, hey, 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 Linda's here too. Hello, Linda. Checking in on the Spence Automotive uh, text line. I love it. Uh, Today is not the day for it because I'm so jam-packed, but we need to have another day where we just have everybody check in. Mr. Dawson and Greg Clemens and Ricky Whaley, who, by the way, saw Rick last night at uh, King's Restaurant. Uh, Linda and I went there for Brenner, which is kind of becoming our Thursday night thing uh, for, uh, for the bride and I. And got to see our good friend uh, Ricky Whaley out there last night and got to talk a, a lot of basketball with him. In fact, we were just finishing up. He ordered his dinner, and we sat there and talked for probably 15 minutes about a little bit of everything. So it was good to see you yesterday, Rick. And I uh, can't wait for Tuesday when LCC gets back home. Okay. Man, I am all over the place. Uh, Paul Whittington here in the first hour. Isaac Parson to start off our second hour. And that's not all. Uh, as you know, we had a former Parrot Academy star and current leading scorer for uh, Montreat College. Hey, Keith King. Good morning, Mr. King. Uh, County Commissioner Keith King is listening to this morning. Good morning, sir. We made it to Friday, Keith. Woo-hoo-hoo. Oh, God, I'm, I'm too giddy about this, aren't I? Uh, but, hey, as you know, we had a – but good morning, Mr. King. It's good to have you here uh, joining us here this morning uh, on the show. Hey, check in. Goodness gracious. If you got the digits, check in. I will give you love right here on the show. This is awesome. I'm having fun, man. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, she's the leading scorer for the Montreat College Cavaliers who have won their eighth straight game, their best winning streak in 13 years. Virginia Edmondson, a former Parrot Academy star, she's going to be joining us. She's scheduled to be uh, joining us here in our second hour. As you know, she I think we had her. We were going to have her on on Tuesday. And, uh, hey, academics uh, reared their uh, reared its head, and she was unable to join us. But, uh, but she is scheduled to join us here in our second hour, too, about 20 minutes into her second hour. So how about that for a show for you today? The great Paul Whittington here in the first hour. Then uh, Isaac Parson, Virginia Edmondson. In our second hour of the birthday game after that, before you know it, we'll be telling you goodbye and have a good weekend. So there you go. Hey, underdog fantasy, man. Uh, I played last night, man. And I, I, I got to tell you, hey, I've, I will always be honest with you about everything. Your boy's kind of on a little bit of a losing streak right now. And, man, you talk about just uh, heartbroken last night. Absolutely heartbroken last night as uh, here. I'm pulling it up here so I can just read straight from it for you. I did a three picks. 
I had uh, Austin Reeves with lower than 34.5 points. Well, he finished with 32. Ding, ding, ding. I got that. Derek White, I had him with higher than six and a half rebounds and assists. Ding, ding, ding. He had 10 rebounds and assists. So I got those two. Uh, I wouldn't say easily because I was sweating the Austin Reeves one. But then Jason Tatum. My Jason Tatum from my Boston Celtics. Uh, I had him at higher than 24 and a half points. He's averaging about, I don't even know, around 26, 27. So I thought, man, playing the Lakers without, uh, I said without Kobe, of course, without Kobe, but without uh, LeBron and AD, I was like, man, there's no way Jason doesn't go for less than 40 points. So guess what? He only got 23. If he'd have got one more basket, I would have got that. Uh, and it would have been three picks for $150. Came up just a little bit short there. But, man, I'm telling you, it is fun. I'm having a blast playing uh, uh, underdog fantasy. And you can, too, if you've ever wanted to do it. All you have to do, go to underdogfantasy.com or go to uh, <laughs> and Greg Clemens checking in. Uh, let's see. He says, uh, she doesn't go to UNC cheat. Brian, NC state women got it done. They did against Carolina last night. So congratulations on that. Uh, Mr. Clemens, thank you for checking in, sir. Uh, but back to underdog fantasy, uh, download the free app or, uh, go to, uh, underdogfantasy.com. Let's do this for me. Enter promo code Hanks, H-A-N-K-S. I get cool points if you do that, okay? My big boss, man, he's already happy uh, that we're number one in uh, Kenston and Lenora County. Number one radio show here in Kenston and Lenora County. But you know how many more cool points I'd get if you would go to underdogfantasy.com or underdogfantasy, use promo code Hanks, and you get something out of it. You get one up to $100 out of it if uh you use the promo code hanks hey listen i'm giving you free money here well i'm really not underdog fantasies doing it but still you get free money just for using promo code hanks do that today go have fun and uh, here's what you show me a screenshot of it whether it's via text with all my my great text buddies or you go to our facebook page brian hanks show on facebook or on twitter hanks show on twitter you show me the screenshot that you signed up by golly, I'm going to give you uh, two limited edition Brian Hanks show uh, koozies. And these things are sweet. Keith Spence can tell you how sweet they are. I think, uh, Mr. Clemens, I think you've got one or two. Uh, Keith King, did I give you one? I think I gave you one. If I didn't, I, I need to make up for that. But anyway, uh, if you sign up at underdogfantasy.com, I will give you two beautiful limited edition uh hank show koozies you know that you can show off to your friends and say hey i'm cool i have the yeah thank you mr king i was hoping i thought i did but uh you can show them to your friends and say hey look uh i listen to the number one radio show in kinston lenora county i mean beating all these hundred thousand watt stations I i'm cool just like uh you know, uh, all the guys over on Brian Hanks show. Okay. That's enough of that. Hey, uh, but, but do that for me. Okay. I'd really appreciate that. Hey, uh, registration now open for the WRNS St. Jude golf classic. Go to WRNS.com. Click on the golf tournament logo and you can register there. The tournament or the, uh, classic is Saturday, March the 9th. So really we're only about five weeks away from that. It'll be at Cutter Creek. Our good friend Jason Bryant, that is his. Uh, he's got several babies through the years or through the year. This is probably the one that means most to him. It raises money 
for kids. Uh, Mr. Clemens does not have a koozie. By God, I've got to fix that. I should have brought you a couple when I saw you Wednesday when uh, you paid off your bet uh, for lunch. But uh, I will get you. A, I'll get you a couple, Mr. Clemens. Uh, I know you got a T-shirt. I think you've got a. a the, the quarter zip, but I got to get you a couple of koozies too. Uh, but listen, WRNS St. Jude classic, uh, WRNS.com. Click on the golf tournament logo, register there. Uh, the Brian Hank show proud to be a sponsor of that. Uh, as we are a bunch of stuff here in Kinston, Lenore County. Uh, let's uh, go through this monologue real quick here. Uh, LCC men's basketball. Uh, they are at nationally ranked Davidson Davy tomorrow at three. The Lancers are 11 and eight overall. They're nine and six in region 10 had kind of a rough start here to the beginning of the uh, uh, of 2024 coming out of the Christmas break. I think they've lost five of their last six. And tomorrow's going to be a tough game, too. But I tell you what, very excited. Tuesday, put it on your calendar now. Uh, I know uh, that I'm going to be there. Mike Martin is going to be there. Uh, I think uh, Jacques Passelag, you're going to be there on Tuesday. Uh, we're trying to talk to Land. Of course, Ricky Whaley's going to be there on the mic, as he always is. But, uh, man, we need a good crowd for the first home game at LCC in, uh, goodness gracious, about a month. But that'll be Tuesday against Fayetteville Tech. Ricky was telling me last night that uh, that's a really good team. Uh, Fayetteville Tech's a good team, so hopefully we will uh, come away with a victory there and would love to see you. ECU men's basketball team, they are at Charlotte Saturday. And check this out. Uh, they are, Charlotte, you know, my alma mater, Jackson Fink's alma mater from uh, Kenson High School. We were uh, He was telling – well, he didn't tell me this part, but they've won like eight in a row. A basketball renaissance there. They've got an interim coach in place right now and uh, doing really good things over at Holton Arena and uh, uh, UNC Charlotte or the Charlotte 49ers, I guess is what they want to be called. Uh, but check this out. They are doing like a Krzyzewskiville kind of thing out there. They've got kids camped out for the ECU game for tomorrow. Now, the game is at uh, 2 o'clock tomorrow. It's going to be on ESPNU. But I just thought that was interesting that uh, there's so much basketball interest right now over at Charlotte. But, of course, eight wins in a row will do that for you. Uh, but I just thought that was really neat. Uh, they're camped out at Charlotte for the ECU game tomorrow. Uh, they're going to be spending – I think they spent the night out there last night. They're spending it out there tonight, getting ready to take on ECU. Almost like I said, uh, the Carolina-Duke thing. Uh, you know how you have Krzyzewskiville uh, over at Duke University. But uh, go Pirates. And listen, I – I know Charlotte, my alma mater, anything and everything, but you know I'd love to see ECU uh, come away with a victory there at Charlotte tomorrow. Again on ESPNU at two o'clock. The ECU women's basketball team, good win for them last night. Their third win in four games. They won at home versus Tulsa, uh, fifty-six to forty-eight. Danae McNeil had uh, seventeen points. As you know, she is just tearing it up for ECU right now. She led uh, the Pirates with 17. Karina Gordon came off the bench to score 16. So uh, congratulations to the Lady Pirates. They are now 12-8 and eight overall. They're 5-4 and four in the American Conference. They are at Wichita State Sunday at 3. ACC basketball, man. There are uh, a lot of great games tomorrow, and it starts with uh, Duke at Carolina tomorrow night. Uh, one of those games we will be uh, talking to uh, our good friend uh, Paul Whittington about here in a little bit. He's not really got a dog in the fight with him being an ECU fan, but, uh, I, again, can't wait to see what his pick is for tomorrow. And I wanted to see what the spread is. They've actually not got it posted yet. But, uh, hey, tickets are as low as $417. <laughs> good Lord for Duke Carolina tomorrow. Number seven, Duke. They are 16-4 and four overall. They're 7-2. and two. 
in the ACC. Uh, Carolina is number three in the nation. They're 17 and four. They're nine and one in the ACC. Should be a heck of a game tomorrow night on ESPN. 630. Uh, other games in the ACC tomorrow. Uh, NC State is at home against Georgia Tech. Virginia is at Clemson. That's at 2 o'clock on ESPN. I guess I should have told you uh, State and Georgia Tech. Uh, that game is on the CW Network, uh, and it starts at 530 tomorrow. Uh, Virginia Tech is in Miami. Uh, Syracuse is at Wake Forest. That's on the CW Network. And then uh, at 8 o'clock tomorrow night, Florida State at Louisville. So every game played tomorrow in the ACC is going to be either on ESPN, uh, CW Network, or the ACC Network. So a lot of good basketball tomorrow on the ACC side of things. Of course, the Carolina Hurricanes, they are off for the uh, All-Star break right now, and we'll get caught up with them, like I said, with uh, Paul Whittington here in a few minutes. That is going to be a lot of fun. Hey, before we get into high school basketball, let me tell you about our good friends over at Lenore Community College who supports high school athletics more than uh, pretty much more than any other organization or uh, anything here in Lenore County. Uh, for 65 years, LCC has helped men and women in our area tangibly improve their lives. LCC's mission is to meet the personal, cultural, and professional educational needs of its students through affordable, accessible, and innovative educational programs. LCC has its main campus right here in Kinston at 231 Highway 58 South, but it also has satellite campuses in Greene County and Jones County. Call LCC at 252-527-6223. Visit their website at lenorecc.edu or visit one of their beautiful campuses in Kinston, Snow Hill, or Trent to find out how you can change your life today. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much, Richie Honeycutt. Thank you to uh, Dr. Rusty Hunt, uh, all the folks over at LCC for being the title sponsor of the Brian Hank Show, as they have been since pretty much uh, the minute we uh, started this little program back in December of 2019, uh, more than four years ago. Thank you so much to LCC. Thank you to all our day one sponsors, UNC Lenore Healthcare, GoEco Technology Service Provider, uh, Spence Automotive, Woodman Life, and Arendelle Parrot Academy. Every single one of those, uh, just we're, we're so thankful for them for being with us since day one. They have not uh, dropped out for one day of being a sponsor for us and all 1,015 episodes of The Brian Hank Show. And then thank you to our other sponsors who have been here for most of the time and are sponsors of us right now, Down East Protection Systems, King's Restaurant, where, like I said, Linda and I had a delicious dinner last night. Man, Brenner on Thursday night, if you don't know what Brenner is, that's breakfast and dinner, dude. <laughs> uh kings does it right man it is awesome scrambled eggs and they've got this uh uh this gravy that you pour over your biscuits and the gravy it's got a uh, country fried steak in it uh bacon crispy bacon sausage pancakes french toast sticks oh my goodness and then if you want some shrimp i had some shrimp on the side last night i've got to tell you man shrimp with brenner is very very good so uh listen king's restaurant on highway 70 visit it or the vernon avenue location in fact at the vernon avenue location right now they're having an anniversary sale 299 uh uh barbecue sandwiches right now i'm gonna have to grab me a couple of those today too but thank you to uh, joe and angie and king's restaurant 
Uh, they have the best dang barbecue in the East. They're serving up all your favorite fixings to go along with your favorite dish. Go check that out. But again, one of our uh, one of our sponsors has been with us almost since day one too. The Kenston Police Department, Davis Wholesale Tire, Mills International, Rillo Discount Drugs, Lenore County Public Schools, Lenore Tire and Appliance, and the Down East Wood Ducks. All of them. We really do appreciate them. Hey, I got to tell you this too before we jump in. Mr. Clemens, you're going to like this. Uh, the Brian Hanks Show. Is going to be the sponsor of all strikeouts this season at uh, Historic Grand Stadium. Now, not Wood Duck strikeouts, but opponent strikeouts. So, when a Wood Ducks pitcher strikes out a uh, uh, an opponent, you're going to hear uh, you're going to get to see the logo up on the scoreboard. You're going to get to hear Shane Albee say something witty. It's going to be fun. Haven't decided exactly yet. Here's what I was thinking, Spence. Uh, you tell me what you – yes, I'm talking directly to you right now, Keith Spence. I was thinking about taping a little thing of me saying, you're out of here or something like that and him hitting that button every time. But I don't know if people would get tired of that or I don't know. What do you think, Spence? Let me know. Uh, Shane Albee, if you're listening right now, let me know. But I, I want to do something funny. So, you know, uh, man, I hope we have several of those 15, 16 strikeout games. Uh, where you'll get to hear a lot about the Brian Hanks show, but we're very excited about that. Listen, uh, I know, listen, down East Wood Ducks, this is our final season. Uh, it is, it's a little heartbreaking, but you know what? Let's make the most of it. We're not, we're not done yet. That is the logo. That is the uh, saying for the down East Wood Ducks this year. And I agree 100%. We are not done yet. We are going to celebrate out there, uh, all season long. Can't wait to sit behind Mr. Clemens and throw popcorn in his hair and get to see all our friends out there. Every game for uh, as many games as we can for the Down East Wood Ducks this year. Lots of giveaways, lots of great things that are going to be going on. Uh, man, I, and I can't reveal this. I wish I could, but John Clemens uh, the other day at lunch told me uh, something that is going to be very exciting from the Texas Rangers organization that is going to be taking place probably late in the uh, season. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Clemens, yes, I, I love it too. He's like, how about sit down in your seat? I like that. Something like that, but the Brian Hank Show, again, uh, the strikeout sponsor for the Down East Wood Ducks this year. Very, very, very excited about that, as you'll you, you'll hear us every every game out there. Okay. Uh, oh, my God, I'm going way over here. Uh, I'm, supposed to have, I'm supposed to have Paul Whittington on the line right now. Haven't even talked about high school basketball, but we've got to get that in. You know what? Maybe I'll save uh, I'll save hometown heroes for later then. How about that? But we'll, we've got to get uh, high school basketball out of the way here. Kinston, the boys and the girls there at Southwest Onslow tonight. The Kinston boys are 15-4 and four overall. They're 8-0 and oh in the uh, East Central 2A. The Kinston girls are 11-9 and nine overall. They're 3-5 and five in the league, tied for third. But at Southwest Onslow, man, it's going to be – I got to tell you, Spence, we're talking about going out tonight. Maybe we drive down to Jacksonville and go see Kinston play uh, Southwest Onslow. That might be a lot of fun. Southwest Onslow's boys, they're 13-5 and five overall. They are 6-1 and one in league play, and Southwest Onslow's girls, perfect at 17-0, and 0, overall 7-0 and 0 in the league. Uh, as a reminder, back on January 10th, Kinston's boys won 64-50. Honestly, in a game that was closer than that, Southwest led, I think they led at halftime, or maybe I'm thinking about Wallace-Rose Hill there, but it was a tight game until the final couple of minutes. Uh, I mean, it was a single-digit game all the way up to like two minutes left in the game. Uh, it should be a very good game at Southwest Onslow tonight for Kinston. Uh, Kinston's girls lost, though, 50-31 to 31 to uh, Southwest Onslow back on January 10th. North Lenore, the boys and girls, identical, 6-12 and 12 overall, 2-5 and five in league play. 
They are home tonight versus Wallace Rose Hill. Uh, Wallace Rose Hill's boys are seven and nine overall. They're four and three in the league. Uh, the Wallace Rose Hill girls are three and twelve overall. They are tied with uh, North and North at two and five. Uh, back on January 10th, uh, North and North was swept and Teachy against Wallace Rose Hill. The North and North boys lost 52 to 40. Uh, the girls lost 39 to 34. Uh, South Lenore, uh, the boys right now, uh, they've lost eight in a row. They're three and 15 overall. They're 0 and eight in league play. Uh, the South North girls are seven and 10 overall. They're three and five in league play tied for a uh, third along with, uh, Kinston. They're at James Keenan tonight. Uh, the Tigers boys are 11 and five overall. They're five and two in the league. The, uh, James Keenan girls are eight and nine overall. They're two and five in league play. Uh, and back on January 10th, South North was swept by, uh, James Keenan. Uh, the boys lost 68 to 43. The girls lost 45 to 28. So a chance for uh, South North to turn both of those around. Parrot Academy, uh, how about this? They swept Newburn Epiphany last night. No, I didn't make it out there. I was hoping to make it out there, especially with what we had Robert Kravitz talking about. But man, TV stations were out there last night, uh, and they honored uh, James Little, the referee who uh, had a heart attack and was rescued by some medical professionals there at Parrot Academy last night. I saw it on TV just. Uh, I, I wasn't there, but, uh, coach Kravitz, I got to watch it on TV. Uh, it was good. Mr. Moody. I got to watch it on TV. Uh, but listen, uh, parody County boys and girls uh, the boys snapped a 13 game losing streak. Congratulations, coach Clay Harrell and the Patriots. Uh, they won last night. The girls won 31 to 28. And thank you to, uh, Ryan Pittman of news, news sports as, uh, has been the case all year. Parody Academy's uh, girls didn't post it on max preps, but, uh, Ryan Pittman from News News Sports had that uh, game story and result up there on that site. So thank you to him. But they snapped a four-game losing streak. The Parrot Academy girls did. Uh, listen, uh, both teams are home versus Richlands Liberty Christian uh, today. Uh, it's the only meeting they've not met before. And although it's not up on Max, Max Preps in uh, Ryan's story, he had that uh, Parrot Academy girls are going to be playing against Liberty Christian tonight too. So That'll be at Parrot Academy. Shane Albee, one more chance for him to uh, get on the mic and scream out some names tonight for the Patriots. Bethel Christian Academy, uh, the boys are 6-14. and 14. The girls are 3-12. and 12. They're at Wilmington Christian uh, tonight. Wilmington Christian boys are 3-12. and 12. Uh, The girls are 8-9. and nine. Uh, All the way back on November 28th, uh, Bethel boys won 52-41, and then the girls lost 37-35. So a good chance for uh, Bethel's boys to sweep Wilmington Christian and the girls to uh, make up for that loss that they had. Green Central, uh, their boys are 9-11 overall, 4-4 in the Eastern Plains 2A. Uh, The Green Central girls are 5-15 overall. They're 2-6 in league play. Uh, now, they're coming off. We didn't give you this result yesterday, but uh, the boys are coming off a 50-43 to 43 loss at West Craven. The girls lost 54-52. to 54-52 uh, against West Craven. Uh, now, Green Central is at Aiden Grifton's boys and girls tonight. Aiden Grifton boys are 11-8 and eight overall. They're 2-6 and six in league play. Uh, the girls of Aiden Grifton are 2-18 and 18 overall. They are 0-8. In uh, league play, uh, listen. The Green Central boys won sixty-five to sixty-one on January fifth. Uh, the Green Central girls won forty-two to thirty-five to start Aiden Griffin's eleven-game losing streak back on December twenty-seventh. That was in a holiday tournament, and then they won forty-four to twenty-five on January fifth. That was in uh, league play. Jones Senior, uh, their boys and girls are boys are ten and ten overall, one and five in the Coastal One A. Their girls are three and fifteen, zero oh and six overall. And they've lost eight straight. 
They are home versus Northside Pine Town. Going to be tough games for uh, the Trojans tonight, as they are uh, fifteen and six overall. The Trojans or the uh, Northside Pine Town boys are four and three in league play. <laughs> well, he's waiting. Oh, Paul, you're so funny, buddy. Uh, and then the uh, uh, Pine Town uh, Northside uh, girls are uh, 15 and three overall. They're four and three in the league play. Uh, the Trojans boys lost 71 to 42 at Northside Pine Town on January 16th. Uh, the girls also lost 58 to 11. So uh, there you go. There's your high school uh, basketball update. And since we got Paul on the line right now, we'll save hometown heroes. For either later on this hour, we'll do it in our second hour, maybe between uh, Isaac and uh, Virginia Edmondson. But joining us right now on our Spence Automotive guest line, he is our NASCAR expert. I can only imagine he is giddy as a schoolgirl right now with uh, the clash at the Coliseum tomorrow. Is that a good way to describe you? Are you giddy as a schoolgirl? Well, I'm giddy as a schoolgirl right now because Puck Sultani still did not see his shadow, and they're saying that means an early spring. Wow. How about that for a live update? Thank you, uh, Paul Whittington. I thought, you know what? Everything going on. That's right. Today is Groundhog Day. I had totally 100% forgot that. That doesn't happen very often, does it, that he doesn't see his shadow? I don't know. Groundhog Day only happens once a year. Uh, but no, I'm just kidding. Oh, no, I, you know, I always get every, every single year. So between this Groundhog Day and next Groundhog Day, I will forget what it means between shadow versus no shadow. <laughs> Me too. So every year when they say he didn't see his shadow or he did see his shadow, I got to look it up. But but no, typically he sees his shadow because where they pull him out of is a fairly sunny place, I'm to understand. Very but good. No, 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 go ahead. Oh, that was kind of the end of the thought. I really, they, they, they pull him out. I don't even know how it works because they, they hold him up like, 10 feet in the air. I don't know how you could see your shadow from way up there, but if you're a groundhog. But, well, well, if you've seen um, the movie uh, starring Bill Murray, you know the deal that he <laughs> tells that the groundhog tells the uh, people there in Puxatawney, uh, uh, Pennsylvania, they, they lean over, he whispers to him, and he tells them if he saw a shadow <laughs> or not. So, uh, Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll have to watch the movie. I've never seen it, but uh, they are saying early spring. No shadow means early spring. You know what? I'm here for it. Although, dude, I, how do you feel, man? I mean, I like snow. I mean, I'd like to get, and I'm not saying one that shuts everything down for a week or week and a half. I'm talking about a nice little, you know, four to six inch snow that, you know, that is melted off a day later, but it snows everybody in. Nobody can go to work and, you know, you get to sit around all day. Now I would still do my show in the morning, obviously, but you know, Hey, I'm I'm a man of the people, Paul Whittington. I want everybody else to enjoy a nice snow day, dude. I just I want to I want to understand something. Why do you think a six inch snow is only going to snow people in in eastern North Carolina for one day? Well, because you're in eastern North Carolina, <laughs> and it'll gonna, be it, it'll that's be gonna shut things down for a week. No, no, no. But what I'm saying is, it'll be 28 degrees, six inches of snow, but then yeah. it'll all mailed off by the next morning because it'll be 45 and 50 again, dude. <laughs> you know I'm right. Man, I, I remember back during my senior year, um, I'm pretty sure it was my senior year at, at Kempston High, there was there was a snow that came in one day, and it was all sticking. And it started just after everybody got to school, and so you thought, yes, we're going home, we're going home, <laughs> not going to be in school today. That's not where how the story ends at all. Um, 
<laughs> and, and there had to have been like a half inch that accumulated. Uh, and then at 10 a.m., it turned to rain, and by lunchtime, you couldn't even tell it snowed. <sighs> Those are so depressing. That's the one thing I yeah. love. Hey, let me tell you, I moved here in October 2002, and we've had several snows. We probably had four or five snows in the, what, 21, 22 years I've been here, Paul. But that's what I miss about being in Charlotte or even where I grew up. I mean, we got snow every year. I mean, we would have some significant snows. I mean, heck, we, you and I have talked about this before. Uh, Daytona 500 in 1979, probably the most snow I ever remember was that day, yeah. dude. I'm 10 years old, had just turned 10. We're sitting in the house watching the Daytona 500 with about two feet of snow outside, dude. And that's not, oh, wow. yeah, that's not an exaggeration. I, it, we just, uh, and you talk about being snowed in, we were snowed in for about, I don't even know, probably three or four or five days because I now, you know, three or four inches of snow, you, that'll go away pretty quick, dude. Two feet of yeah. snow. I mean, I don't care if it's <laughs> 60 the next day. I think you're still going to have snow out there and it sure wasn't 60 the next day either, but uh man i just i miss that about western north carolina i do miss the uh you know every year you would get you'd get one significant snowfall a year i mean you never really have in your life though have you um I mean, yeah we've had some significant snow events i i seem to remember one um back when i was maybe in middle school or something where significant to me is probably different from significant to you but like six to eight inches uh, that's a, that's a good snow, but, yeah. Which which was rare, very rare. Um, but you know, if you if you like weather forecasts that are a month out, AccuWeather says there's a chance of snow on Sunday, March third. <sighs> yeah, I'll believe it when I see it, dude. I mean, we, <laughs> I don't even know. Have we even had flurries this year? I mean, I guess maybe we have a time no. or two. I, I don't think that so. we haven't seen any. There was there was a threat of flurries a couple of weeks ago, um, and and we kept watching the window. So if we saw any flurries, we could rush Levi outside, but never saw him. <laughs> to the window, to the wall. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think I did not hear him there just a few moments ago. Yeah, he's over there playing his little uh, his little pack and play. I keep turning the little music box off. And he keeps finding a way to turn it back on. <laughs> he he's a Winnington man. He's brilliant. He is. Yeah, he is. He's almost ready to roll over. He gets about three quarters of the way there, and then he just can't quite get over the arm. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, man. Uh, I, I know uh, your mom is jonesing for uh, some Levi time. Ah, there you are. Good morning, <laughs> Levi. Okay, uh, let's jump into this. And dude, uh, I, we're going to start with NASCAR, obviously, uh, the clash at the Coliseum. But before we even get to that, you sent me a video or uh, I guess a TikTok, huh. yeah. Danny Hamlin, who I've always kind of liked anyway, man. I mean, I think he's cool. Man, he's definitely grown in my, uh, my <laughs> respect, dude. Tell them about that video you sent me, dude. So he did he did a video of his uh, Jordan collection, and it's all his just all his Jordans. He's got a he's got a room full of them, and he shows them all off. And it's and it's a sped up, fast paced video to where it's like two shoes a second, and the video seems to go for like three or four minutes. Like it's a not quite that long, but it's a long video. The dude's got just about every pair of Jordans ever made. Good Lord, dude. What I need to do, I haven't shown it to your mom yet, but you know, I keep buying them and you know, that's all I got for Christmas this year. That's what I asked was for uh, mm -hmm. Nike cards so I could, 
you know, buy more. I mean, my I guess my Jordan collection, I'm up to about 20 pairs, 22 pairs of Jordans yep. right now. Dude, <laughs> it's not even a drop and you, and in the bucket think, compared to this, is it? And, and you get 20 pairs of Jordans and you start to feel really good. It's like, man, I've got to be in the top, like, 200 Jordan collectors. <laughs> and then you see that and you just like, never mind. Exactly. Never mind. And just take, exactly. take my 20 pairs of shoes and go home. <laughs> there you go. Exactly, man. <laughs> but uh, anyway, I thought that was interesting. I, I got to tell you, have you read, and I know you are a huge fan. Let me get it pulled up here. You're a huge fan of Ryan McGee at, uh, mm-hmm. at ESPN. Uh, he and uh, what's the other dude? They do their Saturday Marty morning Smith. show. Marty Smith. Marty, Marty Smith. McGee. Yeah, Marty Smith, Ryan McGee. Uh, Marty and McGee, I guess it comes on uh, every Saturday. Dude. Have you read his latest thing? His headline: NASCAR's clash at the Coliseum is a fun promo, and that's okay. Have you read it yet? I, I have not, not yeah. yet. Now it's a good read, man. Give yourself some time. Give you it's about it's a solid eight ten minute read probably, where he kind of goes through the history of uh, the the clash or the Bush clash and how it started, what forty nine years ago or however many forty five years ago, whatever it was. Um, it is really good, and I agree with everything he said on it. And you know what? It made me miss. Is just good sports writing, man. That's one thing with the downfall of newspapers and even websites, man. I mean, you just don't get to read good uh, journalism anymore, good sports journalism. And I'm telling you, dude, this Ryan McGee fellow, who I've read for years anyway, he's a doggone good writer, Paul. He doesn't He doesn't turn out any bad articles, except for when he puts ECU in his bottom ten. That's like really the only bad article that he puts out, and he calls it ECU. Like E W W E C U. Um well, that's, that's really the only that's really the only Yeah, he was right. He was right. He was right. He was right. They were bottom ten for sure. Um but yeah, he's there's there's not many articles that he puts out that A I don't read and B that just aren't just absolute top notch. he's a great writer. Um a lot of respect for him as a journalist. Uh he's one of my favorites. Uh but yeah, I'll have to dive into that article. He. He's, uh, he's written some really, really, really good NASCAR. Well, we are, uh, uh, this weekend at, uh, in Los Angeles, a Bush light clash at the Coliseum, the third annual. And dude, I got to tell you, uh, the first year we kind of mocked it, or I did, I'm not going to speak for you, but I kind of mocked it a little bit and was like, man, this is ridiculous. And then I fell in love with it, dude. And it was just, <laughs> it was awesome. It, it kind of reminded me of growing up in Elkin, North Carolina and, you know, Northwestern North Carolina and going to Bowman gray and, uh, Winston-Salem and watching, uh, races there. I mean, just a little, yeah. when I say short track, what is it even, is it even a quarter, a quarter of a mile? mile? It is a quarter mile. It's yeah, it might be slightly under or slightly over, but it's considered a quarter mile racetrack. Well, dude, there's something about having what 23 24 race cars of course you couldn't put a full field in there because it would the, no. the back end would pretty much almost touch the uh or the front end of it but uh man i'm a dude hey, listen unapologetically i'm a fan what about you paul yeah i'm a, I'm a fan I, I think it's cool that they're able to do that uh there will be 23 cars in the main event clash uh on sunday and we can go through the format if you want to yeah, go um, on, please do. So yeah, let's, let's educate people a little bit on it. Yeah, so on Saturday, there's going to be uh, practice and qualifying run. Uh, three three practice groups. Uh, everybody oversees three different sessions. Uh, each competitor's fastest lap time from the final practice session will determine the starting lineup for the heat race. 
So there's going to be one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, no, ten spots per heat races, and there's four heat races. So you you qualify first. You're going to run uh, heat heat race number one from the pole, second heat race number two from the pole, and so on and so on. Um, that'll determine the field. The first five folks to cross the finish line in each one of their heat races transfers to the main event, and so it's really advantageous to qualify on the pole for heat race number one because if you win that race you're going to qualify you're going to be on the pole for the clash second place or the first place driver that wins heat race number two is going to start second so on down the line uh so we'll put five people from each heat race so 20 people into the clash if you don't finish in the top five in your heat race then you run get to run the last chance qualifier which will be run on sunday so the heat race will be run on saturday the last chance qualifier will kick off the show on Sunday. Um, basically, 75 lap shootout, the top two advance to the clash. And so you have all the winners, all the second place drivers, third place, fourth place, fifth place drivers that all transfer. Uh, the last chance qualifier winner will start 21st. Second place from the last chance qualifier will start 22nd. And then the 23rd and final spot will be based on the 2023 points and how they finish. So a provisional to the driver that has not transferred that finished the highest in points in 2023. I like, dude, you've explained it. I, I know I was, uh, I read, speaking to Ryan McGee, he had tweeted about it and yeah. uh, had this whole graphic there. And I like what he said. Uh, he's excited about the Bushlight Clash this weekend. He thinks it's a fun event. But when he tried to read that format graphic, it also quickly fell into the same Dude, my brain hurts. Just explain it to me right before the green flag category, the NASCAR all-star race. And he was right. But dude, you explained that pretty well. Hey, I do have a, a someone jumped in here. Uh, do you know a Linda Hanks? She said, uh, um, can you two tone it down? She can barely hear Levi. Well, she had the opportunity to come see him today, so I don't really want to hear it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay. I forgot to mention the clash is 150 laps. Okay. That was the last part of the format. I like it. I like it a lot, man. That is awesome. Uh, favorites. I mean, uh, dude, remind us who won last year, who won. I think now Joey Logano won the first one, right? He won the first one. Was it Martin Truex Jr. Who won last year? Yep. Yes, it was. It, while, yes. while I looked that up. Okay. So it was definitively. Is, you're right. This is what really annoyed me. So this is going to be the last year that we go to the LA Coliseum for the clash. Um, and we can speculate where it might go next year, but, um, they're going to run these heat races on Saturday, and apparently NASCAR was not going to let fans in at all for the heat races on Saturday. They were just going to run the heat races to a very empty coliseum, and then but televise it, it though, right? Yeah, I think they were going to televise it, but they were going to they weren't going to sell tickets for it. They they didn't open it up to fans, so you get to come in watch 150 laps on the shortest track ever ever built on a NASCAR circuit, and then go home um and i guess they got so much pushback on that they're not only going to open the gates for saturday but they're they're not even going to sell tickets for it you just get to come in for free and watch nascar racing at the la coliseum i thought that was a, a an excellent way to reverse a classic terrible nascar decision dude dude what what how much are tickets to uh plane tickets to la dude <laughs> 
probably not that bad. You can probably wow. get to LA pretty cheap. You get on one of those cattle cars like Spirit or Frontier. <laughs> Well, uh, drop the door down. Lind and I it's allegedly fine. have plans for this weekend, but dude, if we could mm-hmm. go watch that free and go sit in the historic LA Coliseum, why wouldn't you yeah. do that? That would be really cool. That would be really, yeah, you still got to buy the ticket for Sunday, but I, so, okay, be, okay. Really cool. okay. But I, I just, why was that not part of the, of the planning heading into the weekend? Uh, dude, you know, NASCAR better than I do. You tell me I, I, that just blew my mind. I couldn't believe that they were going to put all those cars out there on the racetrack and just say, nope, no fans allowed. I mean, I understood it in 2020, but here we are in 2024. That makes much sense. You know, and I've not even looked at it. And that voice list says Paul Whittington. He's a regular Friday guest. Uh, man, NASCAR is finally back. Uh, the Bush uh, Clash at the Coliseum this weekend, all the activities. And it's on, I just looked it up, it's on FS1. Everything on Saturday yeah. pretty much is on FS1. And then uh, it's on the big Fox on Sunday, right? Yeah, we get um so practice on FS1, heat races on FS1, those all tomorrow. Uh, the last chance qualifier will be on Fox, and then the clash will be on Fox. Dude, so yeah, everything everything on Saturday FS1, everything Sunday Big Fox. Dude, that is going to be so much fun, man! I cannot wait. Is going to be good. It's almost impossible though, because <coughs> you don't even know where these drivers. As of we sit right here, as we're doing the show live at seven forty-four a.m. on uh, Friday, February second. I'd love to find some betting odds for this because uh, it's got to just be all over the place with it being a new season. You've got all these teams with you know new members of their teams. I mean, yeah, it wasn't a lot of turnover in drivers and all that, you know, going to new teams. But still, I mean, it's a brand new season. You don't know what to expect. So, having said all that, Paul Whittington, <laughs> who you got? Give me three drivers to look out for, which is what I want to do all season, dude. This year for races, and I'm going to keep up with it. I think it's going to be fun to show people how smart you are about this stuff, dude. Of course, I say all this, and you're going to miss, uh, you know. Uh, the first 12 weeks of the season, but who are three drivers, three drivers to look out for. And then a dark horse, uh, every week, man, I think that's going to be a lot of fun for us to do this year. So who you got, well, uh, well, go ahead. Yeah. Let's start with the Bushlight clash. Kyle Larson right now, the odds on favorite okay. to win the Bushlight clash on, on Sunday. He is at a plus 900 at plus 950 Martin Truex jr. And then Kyle Bush, uh, is the third favorite tied with Ryan Blaney and William Byron at plus 1,000. Uh, so those are kind of the drivers to keep your eye on. Uh, for the NASCAR 2024 Cup Series Championship, the odds-on favorite right now, Kyle Larson at plus 600. Ryan Blaney also at plus 600. So uh, Vegas likes those two. William six Byron, to one. Denny so both Hamlin, of them Chase basically 6-1. to one. Right, yeah. And William Byron, Denny Hamlin, Chase Elliott, the rest of the top five. Um, and then if you're interested, uh, Kyle Larson is not the odds on favorite to win the Daytona 500. Uh, in fact, he's like 11, uh, Ryan Blaney, the odds on favorite to win Chase Elliott, and Chris Buescher, the, the top three. Uh, so if you're looking to, to make a bet on NASCAR, it looks like Ryan Blaney is probably a safe bet anywhere you go. I've not heard you bring up America's driver one time. Uh, Joey Logano, you know, two-time NASCAR champion, America's driver, uh, new fresh head of hair on the, on his noggin, which I'm very proud of him for, uh, <laughs> uh, where's he in all these? I mean, he is, you would, I would have thought he would have been at least, maybe not the favorite, but 
definitely in the mentioning top five, top six. Where's he at in all this? So for the for the Bushlight Clash, he is let's see, that's two, that's three, tied for three. He is tied for fourth. Okay, that's not bad. Eleven hundred. Okay, I, I'm a little surprised by that. Having having won a race here, having won one of the only two races at the LA Coliseum, you would think he'd be a little bit higher. Um, if you look to the Daytona 500, uh, where is he at? He is <laughs> he is seventh. Seventh. Oh, that's not bad. That's you plus, just you you just left him out then. Hey, put put the phone over there close to Levi for a second. You, this, this is just for the executive producer of the show, Linda Hanks. She definitely yeah. she needs to hear this. Okay. Can you say hello? Now we can't talk. We're too close. <laughs> when you were across the room, I mean, he's just like rah, 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 rah. Oh yeah, that's how he is in the morning. He only has to shut up. <laughs> well very good okay so uh you're yeah. telling so, uh, so go ahead yeah I, well i only did the top five and, and he that's why i didn't say his name but um i i'm not surprised that he's where he's at on the uh on the the leaderboard for the daytona 500 ryan blaney we know how he runs at uh daytona chris busher won the last won the most recent race at daytona going back to the end of the regular season Ben hamlin has three 500 wins so not surprised to, to see those three in the mix. A little surprised to see Chase Elliott ranked as high as he is, but he does run well at the restrictor plate tracks. Um, for the championship odds, it is a little surprising. Um, Joe Legato, eighth, uh, the the eighth odds-on favorite, uh, if you rank him. And, and that's a little surprising, too. But also, like, we're doing this before the season starts. So we kind of know over the past two seasons, Ford has gotten off to a very slow start. So there's not many Ford drivers outside of Ryan Blady, who's the defending champion. There's not many Ford drivers that are near the top of the, of the betting lines in NASCAR right now. Yeah, but see the beauty of that is we get, we get to prove everybody wrong. You know, I like, I like being the That's underdog, right. man. Yeah. Is that right? Is that why you bet on underdog fantasy? <laughs> yes, it is. Use promo code Hanks. You can get matched up to $100 on your initial deposit. You did that, didn't you, Paul Whittington? I did. I did. Somewhere in this world, Jason Bryant just looked at his radio and smiled. And you're welcome, buddy. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Now, you gave me the odds favors. I want Paul Whittington's. That's what I don't care about odds. I care about what Paul Whittington thinks. Who are the three drivers if you if your life depends on it, Paul Whittington, that you think have the chance to win the clash on Sunday, who are those three drivers? Kyle Bush, I think, uh, is is near the top of the list. Uh, he's he's run relatively well both times that we've been to this racetrack. Um, it's it's hard for me to ignore a driver like Joey Logano, who runs well at short tracks, um, who has won here before. Um, and then as much as I hate to say it, I, I don't know why it seems like every track we go to, we talk about this name because he's just so good in the race car. But I, I think Vegas has it right with, with Kyle Larson being one of the top favorites to win this race. Okay. Uh, so Kyle Busch, Kyle Larson, Joey Logano. I'm writing this down actually here. Cause I want to, I want to keep up with this all year. And Weird. We are starting the season off on a really, really, really bad note. <laughs> Why I just put that? Joe Logano as a favorite to win the first race. 
Well, dude, Ugh. it is what it 16 is. 16 days left until the Daytona 500, just in case you're wondering. Dude, I can't wait. What are you doing? Are you doing a party for it? Um, yeah, we'll probably do something. Have some have some folks over. Uh, it'll be fairly low-key. Um, but, yeah, we'll we'll all get together and do something. Okay, well, very good. We'll, we'll see if we can't be up. Well, last, you know last time I had a, uh, a Daytona 500 watch party, though, uh, it rained, and we never ran the race. And so people came over and they hung out and they just ate food and drank beer and there was never <laughs> a single second of racing on on the TV. Uh, well, maybe that'll change this year. Uh, I'll be driving. I'll be coming back from Indianapolis for the uh, HBCU All Star Game uh, at All Star mm-hmm. Weekend. But I, I think my my flight or I think I get back in town like at noon or back in RDU at noon. What time? And the Daytona Five Hundred doesn't start until what two or two thirty probably. Uh, yeah, 2.30, 3 o'clock, somewhere in there. Yeah, so maybe I'll stop by your house on the way back through and uh, eat some of your food and drink some of your beer. What do you think? That'll work. The, <laughs> the fridge is always stocked and, and ready to serve. I love it. I absolutely love it. Anything else you want to talk about NASCAR before we segue over to NHL All-Star Game? No, I think I'm, I think I'm good. Okay, well, very good. Well, let's uh, NHL All-Star Game also this weekend. Uh, I got to admit, dude, of all the all-star games and man, Scott had me watching some of the pro bowl stuff last night, which was just ridiculous. I mean, it, <laughs> did you watch any of it? Not a single second. Uh, you didn't, can I tell you something, dude, you didn't miss a single thing. Okay. <laughs> I got sucked into it, I guess for about 20 or 25 minutes though. But then I was like, what in the world am I watching? I mean, dude, they had dodgeball. They had this stupid thing where they had uh, long snappers and centers, trying to snap a ball into these little holes that were about, I don't know, 12, 13 yards behind them. You could tell they didn't practice that at all because nobody did anything. It was abysmal, dude. And just other things, too. They had How many balls could you hold at one time, uh, Paul, and still catch a punt, okay, or catch a kickoff, <laughs> which was ridiculous, too. Anyway, anyway, NHL All-Star Game, I got to admit, other – other than the Pro Bowl, which I don't really watch, and I like the NBA All Star Game, and of course I love M- MLB's All Star Game. Where does NHL All Star uh, factor into your rankings? Yeah, I think um, right near the top. I think baseball's okay. All Star Game is is my all time favorite. Um, I, I would have to put NASCAR's All Star Race might be number two. Wow! Even though that's like a different event. Like, it's just kind of a regular race weekend. But um, the NHL is, like, top three. Okay. And it's because I just really, really, really like the the three-on-three hockey format. Uh, Three-on-three is, you know, you get all the time and space in the world so you can score a lot of goals, and it's really fun. And and I wish they would do away with the shootout and just go with a a longer three-on-three period, go until somebody scores. Um, But I understand – TV plays a factor in that decision. But um, I, I, I love the NHL All-Star Game. I don't love the format this year. So in, in previous years, they've, they've done based on divisions. And, and so you skate with your division. And this year they had, I think each division had a captain. And then the captains got to select their teams from all the All-Stars. And they did that draft last night. Um, don't love that. I don't love that part of it. I, I, I like when the Metro skates together and they go up against the Atlantic and then the, the winner of that game goes on to, to the, to the final to take on whoever wins the game between the central and the Pacific. 
Like that's the format that I like. I don't like this. We're going to create all-star teams at the all-star game. That's a little ridiculous to me. Yeah. And, and that's the, it's just so hard for me to keep up with. Tell me this, who we got from the Carolina Panthers, Carolina Panthers from the Carolina Hurricanes. Nobody from the Carolina Panthers. I'm assuming. How about the Carolina <laughs> Hurricanes? I don't know that any Panthers made the Pro Bowl. Um, <laughs> we have Sebastian Ajo uh, is is going to be the All Star this year. His uh, second or third trip to the to the NHL All Star game, and he was drafted last night on a Nathan McKinnon's team. Went uh, in the with the 14th overall pick. So he will he will skate with Sidney Crosby, Cal McCarr, uh, and Nathan McKinnon for Saturday's All Star game. Wow. That should be pretty good. Where, where is that broadcast? I should have had that right here in front of me off the top of the head. Do you know? Um, 3 p.m. on ABC okay. in the United States. And they will be in Toronto wearing the jerseys designed by Justin Bieber. That is also my least favorite part of this All-Star game. Those jerseys are awful. <laughs> Bad. Oh my God, that is so funny, man! Uh, but uh, again, uh, NHL All Star Game. Hey, you know uh, what do you think about our paint? Our I can't believe I'm doing it again. What do you think about our Hurricanes right now? I mean, in the All Star break, we've got them. Uh, uh, I mean, they're fourth in the uh, in the Eastern Conference right now, second in the Metropolitan, just a couple of points behind Jacques Pasolek's New York Rangers. Well, your feelings? How do you feel about the uh, where we are with the Hurricanes right now? They're not only two points back, but they got a game in hand. Uh, I, I like how they're playing. The uh, the goal differential is finally up, and it's trending in the right direction. Uh, the defense has been outstanding. Uh, the the special teams units have, have improved tremendously. Uh, you're starting to see the scoring depth that that we knew we should have with this team. The big the big guys have stepped up. Sebastian Ajo has earned this All Star appearance. Andre Sveshnikov, while this has been kind of a up and down year health wise for him, when he's in the game, he's been he's been a lead, especially since uh, December first. I like the way the team is playing right now. The biggest question mark continues to be goaltending, but uh, you know Peter Peter Kachekov is on his way back. Uh, earlier this week, I think it was on Wednesday, uh, the Carolina Hurricanes announced that Freddie Anderson had been cleared to resume on ice activities, so you feel like he's getting ready to come back. All that might be happening at the right time. We'll have to wait and see. But but I like the way the Kings are playing right now. Much improved from the team we saw um, in October and early part of November. I feel like they're making us appreciate it. I mean, as we knew coming into this season, Paul, everybody – well, not everybody. Well, pretty much everybody. They had the Hurricanes picked. Vegas had the Hurricanes picked as the uh, Stanley Cup favorites. Uh, and for them to struggle the way they did coming out of the gate a little bit – I think it's making us appreciate a little bit more of this uh, mid-season and hopefully going into late-season uh, improvement. It is. Uh, it, it certainly is. Uh, there, there are a lot of fans out there that are that are upset about it. They, they think this. I love it because there are certain fans out there that have called for Rod Brendamore to be fired. Oh my uh, for, God! You know, trade trading people, uh, selling the just a big fire sale, like our, our window is closed. And I think it's the exact opposite. You know, on paper, this is the most talented team that Rod Brindamore has had. It took them a little while to mesh, and, and that's okay. Uh, they, they were ne- they've never been out of it. Uh, I mean, they went as far down as like fourth or fifth, but 
the Metro is a close division, and they've been able to rally back, and now they're threatening for uh, the lead in the Metro. They are still, according to MoneyPuck.com, the favorite to win the Stanley Cup with a 10.7% chance, which leads the NHL. That means nothing, but it still shows the kind of caliber team that this that this is in Raleigh. So just hold on to your faith and don't lose it in the early part of November. The hockey season's a long season for a reason. Amen, my brother. Can you hang with us a minute or two into the second hour uh, uh, to sure. talk uh, Duke Carolina? Yeah, absolutely. Very good. Well, good. Well, then we will wrap up our first hour of the show here today. Uh, thank you to Paul Whittington for uh, joining us. He will be with us here for our first couple of minutes, uh, and then we'll have uh, Isaac Parson on uh, TGIF with IP, uh, and then Virginia Edmondson from Montreat College uh, on the second hour of the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College.